Hi, it's Pete Norstead here and welcome to another World Cup uh, podcast. And as usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton, who's made a, well, after the first four games, plus 4.47 points. Great start, Jimmy. Morning, Peter. Thank you very much. It's a marathon, not a sprint and all those old cliches. But yeah, yeah a nice, solid start, I think. I mean, I thought I was doing OK, being plus 0.45 points after four games. Well, you are. But... That's over 10%, isn't Yes, it, it? it certainly is. Um, just to let uh, listeners know, I'm, I'm compiling a, a uh, an Excel sheet here of, of the results. And what I'm doing, I'm putting all the results down. Anything that we say is that, you know, a, a, a specific recommendation, I'm putting in italics and bold. So we can sort of, you know, have a look at this at the end of the, uh, of the game. But yeah, we're a very we're... organised man, Peter, aren't we? <laughs> Well, organised as uh, as the uh, England side, I thought that was a well, you know, I mean, obviously, I've, I've I've seen quite a few World Cups now, but I thought that was that was really good. That was that was good, and I I don't think that Irana. Well, we'll soon find out what Irana really like. I, but what has worried me, obviously, is that I've got um, you know for today's bets, so I've got South Arabia, Saudi Arabia plus two and Tunisia plus one. I hope that they don't go down the same. You know. Well, I, I just have to say, I think England were very impressive, Peter. It's not so much the scoreline, it's the manner in which they played, the pace that they played the game at. Slight, I'm not too concerned about them conceding two goals the way they did, because I think Maguire was a bit shaken up and he was out of position. And then, well, we don't need to talk about that VAR decision. But the, the one thing that I'm slightly concerned about, there's a couple of issues. John Snowden's a couple of times... Um, got caught out of position, made a made a bad error um, for their chance that I think Pickford made a great save on. Um, you do that against the better nations and you're punished. However, incredible opening performance. You talk about Bellingham and Rice in the middle of that midfield, mate. I know everybody raving about Bellingham, but Declan Rice, mate, he could be the star of the tournament in my book. He I'll just sits in there, he just controls the game. And, yeah, incredible showing from England. Yeah, I'll tell you a player I like. I, I like that Foden. Yeah. I mean, you, oh, imagine, yeah. you imagine if they'd have had him in 1990, you know. <laughs> it's incredible, well, isn't I'm, it? not, I'm not sure him and Gaza together on a night out. <laughs> in there. But, but, but no. That, that thing they've got, and they've got players to bring off the bench. You've got Foden, Grealish, Rashford, all to come off the bench, all potential game changers. England have been, well, I know they've only had four games, but they've been the most impressive so far. And they play with such a, a vibrancy. Um, good times ahead, I think, for England. In Southgate, we trust. Well, they, they thankfully, this all the, you know, these academies and whatever, and the way that they've done things is now starting to pay off, I feel. Very much like it worked for Germany, didn't it? Yeah, they all look very comfortable on the ball, these young players. Um, and I think... Good times ahead for England, I think. Dortmund, keep our feet on the ground. It's only Iran, but it's the manner in which we beat Iran that impressed me so much. Right, let's get on with it then. Uh, um, this is obviously, we are speaking Tuesday morning. This is Wednesday's matches we're looking at. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to start with Morocco versus Croatia. We're looking at Morocco's form, really, they they. they they only really play people in their own continent, really. Very rarely stray out of it. And and, and obviously, they, they've they've qualified. <laughs> Croatia, though, they've been in some really good form. You know, recent results, they've beat Denmark, France. They've been Denmark twice, they've beat France. You know, their, their last match, they were away at Saudi Arabia. 
and you know they're, they're over it, um, even money to win the game. The only trouble is my rating suggests that this this game is priced uh, correctly. I think there's a smidgen of value with Croatia, but really I'm going to go for the over two goals, and that's going to be my bet. Uh, and yeah, I, I think that's a, that offers some reasonable value, but it, it's not a strong bet. Well, for me, I, I think. Croatia are a team that I think we can all appreciate because of the age of their better players are slightly beginning to fade. But they're still good players. And if the pace of the game is slow, then they could progress through the tournament. If not, I sense they may struggle. But this game is played at one o'clock local time. So it will be warm. And as you alluded to earlier, Croatia have won five on the bounce, including wins over France and two over Denmark. So if, if Croatia are still good, and those recent wins suggest they are, then they should win the game. Now, Morocco have kept four clean sheets in a row, including against Chile and Paraguay. So they've not just played, you know, numpties. I think now this goal match line's trended down to Croatia minus a quarter. I think there's quite a bit of value with Croatia. But for my bet, Pete, because I'm because I'm wanting to get extra value in these sort of bets. And the fact that it's going to be hot, I think I'm going to take Croatia to win to nil at nine to four. You know, you're getting double your ROI by taking them to win the game to nil at nine to four. And yes, there's a bit more of a, a risk involved, but I'm not convinced Morocco are going to create and take many opportunities. So, yeah, give me Croatia to win to nil at nine to four. Next up, we've got uh, Germany against Japan. I mean, Germany are coming into this uh, competition in not so much great form, although, you know, in the Nations League, they beat Italy 5-2. They cut off a lot of draws. They've drawn uh, twice against England recently. They they drew against the Netherlands. They drew against Italy, although, obviously, they they beat them. But, you know, obviously, they're going to be a force in this. They're coming up against the Japan side, who, again, don't play many teams outside uh, of their... Um, outside of Asia, although they recently beat uh, United States 2-0 and drew 0-0 with Ecuador. However, they're coming off a 2-1 defeat um, uh, at home to Japan. Um, I think here again, I think there's some slight value, uh, Japan plus one and a quarter goals, but I'm going to go for the over two and three quarter goals. And again, my rating is suggesting some value with that, but again, it's not not a strong bet, but that's what I'm going to go with. Well, I can probably see why you're looking to take the over two and three quarter goals because the Germans have been very un-German like in recent games. I mean, they've conceded in their last seven proper outings. Now, I'm not counting them playing Oman recently as a proper outing. But Japan have kept five clean sheets in a row before losing to Canada last week in a warm-up game. Now, I don't really know sort of there was a lot of these warm-up games last week and I think they're just tantamounted to sort of training ground trot-arounds almost. Now, England have shown the bigger teams, the other bigger teams, how to dispatch the lower nations. And I think we need to try and understand, are Japan a lower nation? Now, if Germany click immediately, they should grind out an easy cover in my mind. But will they? This is a big tournament, Pete. This is the Germans. I'm going to trust them here. I'm going to back the minus one and a half goals at six to five. I think Germany, it's a big tournament. They rarely disappoint. Very, I, I'm not sure I can even remember a time that Germany didn't get through the qualifying group in a major tournament, Pete. Yeah, give me the Germans, minus one and a half. 
I think uh, you know Spain, uh, Costa, Costa Rica next. I think this is this is as I said on the World Cup preview. I I I, I sort of like the team that's going to finish second here, and who knows? I, you know, I think Spain. I've got Spain rated higher than Germany, but I think you know they're in some decent form. Recent uh, Nations League matches, they've won away at Switzerland. They've beaten the Czech Republic, and they've also beaten Portugal. They have lost uh, at home to Switzerland, though. They're coming off a three-one uh, victory away at Jordan. Obviously, these friendlies, you, you, you can't read anything into them pre. But I think they are coming back to where they were. And I thought they were quite impressive. In truth, I thought they were a bit unlucky to lose against Italy in that semi-final. And I think they'd have probably gone on to beat us. Yeah, uh, when I say us, I mean England in, in the final. They come up against the Costa Rica side, who you know again, you know the, the the opposition they're playing. They've had some, they're in some reasonable form, but the opposition they've been replaying are, are, are quite poor. Although they have beaten the United States two nil in the, uh, a World Cup qualifier, um, I think there is some value um, with Costa Rica plus two goals, but but you can back Costa Rica. Plus two and a quarter at one point seven nine, one point eight, and I think that's going to be my bet there. I, I, I think, I think Costa Rica can can. Uh, it might not be as comfortable for Spain as we think. Look at you, Peter, throwing shade on Costa Rica's low recent opponents. Do you not know about the might of Uzbekistan in the footballing world? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. Are they um, any? Are they any good? <laughs> no, they're dreadful, and, and that's and that's the. Concerning point for me, if you're looking at backing Costa Rica here in, in any form, whether it's yes on both teams to score or uh, on the handicap, they've conceded to Uzbekistan, El Salvador and Panama in recent games. And now they're taking on the might of the Spaniards. So now this line's trended from one and three quarters to two. I'm not really convinced I want to take Spain. The, the big factor here is, do you believe Costa Rica can score? I think that's the question you need to try and ask yourselves, because if you don't think they can, then it's a very hard ask to, to back them here. And again, I'll repeat it. England have shown the bigger teams how to dispatch the lower nations. Spain should do that here. I'm I'm torn between two bets here. There's 8-13 to 13 for the Spain-Spain correct half-time, full-time result, or 4-7 to seven on Spain to win to nil. I think I'm going to take a chance or maybe not even a chance on Spain to to grab a goal early. I'm going to take Spain at eight to thirteen on the correct, uh, you know, the win market half time full time for a Spain Spain result. So effectively, you're thinking they just need to win the first half and then effectively win the game. So yeah, eight to thirteen is my bet there, Peter. Next up, uh, we got Belgium uh, against Canada. Um, uh... Belgium, uh, they've you know they lost against uh, Egypt uh, coming into this tournament. Uh, recent uh, nation league results, they've lost against Belgium, but they have won at Poland, uh, beaten Wales, uh, and indeed they they at home to Poland they beat them six one. Although, like I said, they have lost against the Netherlands. I think as we as I sort of said in the in the preview, I think they are are a little bit of a basket case, but I do think they're good enough to win this group. Come up against the Canada side, who who a lot of people uh, are speaking positively about. 
I've never seen Canada play, to be honest, I don't think. Um, I mean, recent friendly, they have all been friendlies. They were, they've beaten Japan 2-1, but they have lost 2-0 against Uruguay. And in the um, CONCAFs Nation League, they have lost at Honduras. So, you know, I, I don't know what you get. And indeed, in the qualifiers, they lost against Panama, who England beat 6-1. I mean, I can't believe that this line is Belgian minus one. And and you know, I'm definitely taking that. That, that. I think that's a good bet. Belgium minus one. Yeah, I think I'm going to follow in with you, Pete. Um, when it was one and a quarter, I wasn't as keen and I'd looked at a goal market bet for Belgium. Because uh, I do think they'll win and probably win this game quite comfortably. And as you say, there's been quite a lot of chatter about Canada springing the odd surprise, but I, I don't buy it. I mean, the only thing that's stopping me from diving neck deep into this game with Belgium is the fact that they are the Belgians. They're not to be trusted. But as we keep saying, going into tournaments, if they are good as touted, the Belgian side, then they should win and cover this game. And to be honest, out of all the four games tomorrow, now this line has trended down to minus one. It should be the easiest cover of the day and I think we, we've seen historically Belgium go up and down but this is, could be the sort of game, it's an evening game so the temperatures aren't going to affect too much when the Belgians turn it on and I, I actually think if you say to me there's one of two options, Belgium are going to play really well or really badly, in a game like this opening up, I think they're going to play well, now my original bet Pete was going to be Belgium over two and a half team goals at 19 to 10 with Paddy Power. Um, so a slightly more advantageous play from a, a, a risk-reward perspective. But now that line's trended down to minus one. I have to take Belgium minus one. So we're not having the team goals bet for the for the benefit of the podcast. It is Belgium minus one as my best bet in this game. And I, I have to uh, emphasise as well for the Belgian Canada game. That is a, a recommended bet from myself. That is a uh, a good bet. So I'm going to go through this. Right, I'm going to go um, over two goals in uh, Morocco, Croatia, one point eight four. Over two and three quarter goals, Germany, Japan, one point eight seven. Uh, Costa Rica plus two and a quarter at 1.80 and Belgium minus one at 1.90 versus Canada. So I'm going to take uh, Croatia to win to nil at nine to four in the Croatia-Morocco game. I'm then going to look at taking a Germany minus one and a half at six to five as they beat the Japanese. Then I'm going to take uh, the halftime, full-time um, 8-13 to 13 for a Spain-Spain result in the Spain-Costa Rica game. And then finally, a, a last-minute change, Peter. So I'm not okay. actually sure of the price. I'm presuming it'd be about 1.93 on Bel- Let's have a look now, actually. Belgium, 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 <laughs> min- Belgium minus one. I'm showing Pinnacle at 1.89, but I'm sure the, you've probably got a price there as well, or probably a better price than 1.89. But yeah, Belgium minus one is they should easily dispose of the maple leaves, the moose hunters from Canada, uh, minus one. Mind you, just before we go off, I'd just like to say, you know, obviously the World Cup's exciting and, you know, we're watching various games. If we can, obviously work, you know, people have got work, so, you know, they're up. But, I mean, France versus Australia tonight, n- neither of us are watching that, are we? No, no, we should be down in our respective um, <laughs> cathedrals. <laughs> 
watching our teams play in the pizza trophy. We've uh, we've got Morecambe and who you got again? Uh, Chelsea under twenty ones. Oh, that's hey, we beat them in the semi final when we got to yeah, Wembley, I, when, I, we, when we when we lifted that trophy, Peter, a few years ago. Yeah, I, I don't think there'll be a big crowd there. To, well, tonight I reckon there'll be what nine hundred maybe, but I, I can see us. You know, winning that, that well, Peterborough should win that game, shouldn't they? It'd be very disappointing if they didn't. Yes, yeah, they tend to tend to outman these sorts of teams. And uh, Lincoln, I would imagine there'd be a couple of thousand down at the the church that is Central Bank. Good stuff. Well, we we might meet later down the road. Yeah. So what in that underpass near near <laughs> London Road? Yeah. Now be careful yeah. going around there, mate. <laughs> right, we shall be back uh, tomorrow for um, Thursday's uh, matches, and uh, good luck, everybody. Best of luck, everybody.